When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Live in the Bream with the host of Fox News Sunday, Shannon Bream. This week on Live in the Bream, such a special treat. I've got a fellow Fox News anchor, best-selling author. You are going to be so inspired and encouraged by her new book, Harris Faulkner of the Faulkner Focus, about numbered of everything. She's spectacular inside and out. Harris, welcome to Live in the Bream. Oh my gosh, thank you. I was living my Bream. <laughs> Through that introduction. My goodness. Thank you it's so much. It's all true. It's just the tip of the iceberg. Um, you have had a fascinating life, and you and I have had many conversations about faith. Your brand new book is Faith Still Moves Mountains, Miraculous Stories of the Healing Power of Prayer. Oh, my goodness. I, You and I were talking about how I always learn something through the writing process. What did it mean to you personally in your faith? I needed to have the reminder of how to pray daily in my life. I, you know, I thought I had good faith walk habits. The pandemic really challenged that. Mm-hmm. Losing my dad on Christmas Day of 2020 challenged that further because I realized I now don't have a living parent. And that's not something that I fathomed with my children still being young. You know, I thought they'd have mm-hmm. grandparents for much longer. So I started to lean out a bit and I wasn't transparent about it right away because I was embarrassed by the fact that with all of the blessings in my life, my heart was so broken and lamenting had become part of my daily ritual. Like, okay, I'm just going to cry for Mm -hmm. five minutes today. And Shannon, after a while, I could remember the five minute rule for crying, but I didn't have time in my life apparently to pray. And how is any of it going to get better? Mm -hmm. And so through writing this book, it reminded me, you need a place, you need a time, you need a designated moment alone to pray every day. You especially need to pray in the good times, during the storm and after the storm. But before the storm arrives is really important because that is the part of your faith that really is unseen. You're praying to say thank you for all that is around you, but also to seek God's guidance just on the little things daily. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not always looking for a miracle. And he's not Santa Claus, so you don't have to keep asking for stuff. You could just sit and listen. When we're in the storm, feels like we get that. Mm -hmm. After the storm, feels like we get that. We know to be grateful. But just on a day-to-day basis, if your heart is heavy about something that's been there for a little bit, You have time to lament, and we do have time to pray. And so when I started interviewing people for the book, I suddenly realized, first of all, you and I have very similar divine assignments on our lives. The good Lord has called us to be a witness Mm -hmm. and 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 a really talented witness asks good questions, waits for the answers, tells the truth, lays it out, disseminates that information so that people can 
live and survive and thrive in their lives. That's what we do. And as journalists, we see people at their best and their worst. So to be practiced in prayer also means that you'll have the right guidance on you when you sit to talk with people who are hurting. So the moment I started doing interviews for this book, everything in my life started to fall into place. I started to understand that it was okay to miss my parents as much as I do mm-hmm. and to not walk around with the guilt of if they could just talk to me one more time, I promise I'd listen. Mm-hmm. I was such a difficult teenager. Oh my goodness. And I've been able to talk like this since I was four. So they were just <laughs> exhausted by me at all times. Mm-hmm. And that was my one thing. I, I just, I, I just wanted five more minutes. Through this book, I feel like I've gotten hours with my parents because something will come up in someone's journey, like Ernestine, who survived the 2019 tornado outbreak in Lee County, Alabama. We covered that on Fox News. Former President Trump went shortly after the tornado outbreak and and saw the, the homes that were devastated. And he was in this very area where Ernestine was. I mean, it was just so indiscriminate. A house, a house, a house, and then something that survived. Like a house taken down to its foundation. Again, and again, and again. And then you'll get to that fourth or fifth house, and then suddenly there's one something in the distance that survived, and it was Ernestine's prayer closet. Woman in her 80s. And she just gives thanks. She, that's all she could do. Thank you, Lord. Her hip broken, but she survived it. Her house also torn to the foundations, but the prayer closet survived. And when you see the video of it or pictures of it, I'm doing a special, Fox Nation special, so people can kind of see some of the stories, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you see what's left and the fact that her words to the EMTs, to the, to the firemen and women who showed up, weren't, I need to get this. I need to get that. Oh, my gosh, this has been destroyed. It was, thank you, Lord. All gratitude, thank you. And you see her from the news footage at the time in the special this Sunday doing just that. And that's who my mom was. That's what she was Mm -hmm. like. She had mustard seed faith. No matter what was going on, she could dial that up with a thank you before anything. So I feel like I've gotten to spend hours with my parents by writing this book. So it is the ultimate blessing in my life. And my prayer is that it will bloom a renewal of faith in other people's lives who may feel like they just need a little jolt. Mm -hmm. And who doesn't? My goodness, the last couple of years we've been through, life is crazy and hard. There's war, there's pain, there's natural disaster. There are elections that tend to make people feel kind of divided these days, whether yeah. it's even with family and friends. I mean, we can all, like you said, prayer can be part of all of our day, and it doesn't have to be formal and fancy. I mean, God is always listening. And I love that the book, I mean, you have so many fascinating stories like Ernestine's um, about people who went through tough things, who had happy endings, who had challenging endings. I mean, but the faith is the thread through all of this. And you mentioned the prayers. I want to tell people about this. Again, the book is Faith Still Moves Mountains by our guest, Harris Faulkner, Miraculous Stories of the Healing Power of Prayer. And there's this beautiful collection 
selection in the middle of the book. I almost feel like you could take these pages out and frame them, Harris. And they're different topics, whatever you're feeling or struggling with. If you're worshipful, if you're Thanksgiving, um, if it's time of Thanksgiving, if you're looking for peace. And what I love, too, is that they're beautifully done, but they also have a scripture reference with them. So if you think, okay, I, I that prayer is very helpful. Where can I go to read more about you know, addressing this issue in my life. I love that you include that too. Well, you know, part of the reason that I did that, just in all honesty, was because I did want more. We we made, you know, in life time, we make time in our lives to do so many different things. And so I wanted the, the original prayers to be relatively short, but if you really want to lean into God, and when you do lean into God, He leans into you, then you need a destination. You need a place to go and say, as you said, Shannon, I want more on this topic. But I feel like every time I read a section of the Bible, I understand it more and differently, depending mm-hmm. on what's going on in my life. And sometimes you'll be drawn to one topic and the scripture will kind of lead you. For instance, one of my, fa- my favorites is a short prayer. It's healing. And I put for scriptural inspiration, see Isaiah 38, 1 through 6, and Mark 10, 46 through 52. And as you read on in those, you may find that you go beyond the healing to what it feels like to be healed. Because that's, you, you want to teach people that there's more than just the ask, that God answers prayers too. So in the healing I write, Lord God, in your hand are all the times and all seasons You hold our souls in troubled times, and you comfort us in sickness. If it be your will, grant strength and health to my body as Jesus healed the sick who came to him. Grant me the wholeness of soul that will draw me closer to you, because there is no true health apart from your presence, and your love brings perfect strength. In all the workings of your will, may the Holy Spirit grant peace to my soul, come what may. Amen. There's a story in the book how Danny met Doug. She was told she'd never walk again. And that is that is a powerful story because she was young when they said it to her, the doctors. They put that young woman in her 20s in a nursing home because oh they didn't know where goodness. else to put her. So all of her friends were like 90 and they kept dying. Well, like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel this kinship with older people. Well, you know what? Because you're and wise. Well, and she you, probably has You are my wise friend, by the way. I don't way. know about that. You Maybe are. Maybe some an old soul, but I love that she had the experience and the privilege of these older friends, but I'm sure it was lonely at times it was for her lonely. as a young person. It was lonely, and it was also a reminder of we're all going in one direction. Mm-hmm. And no matter what the Lord does in your life, if you let him, he can make whatever your journey is so much richer. Mm-hmm. But we will eventually all perish. And she was faced with that on a daily basis. And it would have been easy for her only to concentrate on that and as a young woman to give up. But she didn't. And she continued on with her faith. And really believing that somehow, some way, she would walk again. And she met the love of her life at a nursing home. He was one of the the techs who was helping people, the medical techs. And they were about the same age. And he, he just couldn't believe she was there. Like, what are you doing here? Are you lost? Are you visiting somebody? <laughs> She's like, I'm in a wheelchair. Who would I be visiting? Um, and she, they had traked her as well. She had all sorts of other issues. 
But boy, did she have an electric smile. And she said, I wouldn't have met Doug had she not been where she was. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a beautiful story. That's one of my favorites. Um, and, and you know, what happens in the end, I won't spoil it. There are miracles every day. Keep praying, everybody. Mm-hmm. They happen There's, all around us. They do. And some days, Harris, I just pray, help me to see them. You know, like, Lord, I know your presence is around. I know there Amen. are these beautiful things happening. Don't let me get caught up on, you know, I'm so mad. I'm, I'm stuck in traffic and this, that, and the other. And this it's didn't so go the true. way I wanted. And- or me yelling at my kids. What are you doing? You put another <laughs> thing on my schedule? How could you promise Paulette that I was going to do this? Exactly. I'm going to stay up all night and make homemade goodies for tomorrow. You promised like, the other just- kid's mom that I was doing something? Right. <laughs> Thanks for signing mom up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so what I'll say to myself is like, I know these things are all around me. I know in the midst of even, you know, you and I, we've gone out, you cover natural disasters and things like the Ernestine story, or you're out with people that are in such painful situations. I think about as a local reporter, fires and destruction and kidnappings and and terrible things. But we always know that God is working in the midst of that. So some days I just pray, help me to have my eyes open for the good stuff and to see the miracles because they are there. Yes. And, and, you know, one of the things that I tell people in the book and in person is this. If the Lord has put a divine assignment on your heart and you don't do it, that's your choice. But remember, he made a really important choice by choosing you for that assignment. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if it just nags at your heart to where you almost end up doing it. Just just mm-hmm. what is that nagging? I can't I don't know what that is. If something is really that heavy on your heart, pray about it. Let the Lord quicken to you the short route to get there, which is through him. <laughs> like, right. I mean exactly. We could be Jonah running halfway around the oh world to get goodness. away from our assignment. Great example. Or, or we can say, listen, I feel overwhelmed, but the thing is with those assignments. We don't have the gifting or the capability or the resource or whatever we need sometimes for these things that we're called to. But the great thing is he's got everything. He can do it. And then yes. we can't take the credit because it's not us. I mean, to me, I'm glad I'm not running the universe. And sometimes I know I try. Oh, but no, you'd be great. They'd fire me. The <laughs> <laughs> universe is like, you're fired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we all have a little bit of control freak in us. And I have to fight that. But it's comforting to let go and know, all right. God's got this. He's got all the resources. And if he's called me to X, he's going to equip me to do it. We'll have more Live in the Bream in a moment. The Will Cain Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Cain as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts. When this book came into my life, I was on a plane ride with our company CEO, Suzanne Scott, powerful woman in in television Mm -hmm. news today. Um, And she, I was making jokes or something with her. And and she's like, you have all these sayings. And I said, well, I was raised by a Southern Belle and, (laughs) and, you know, a combat pilot. So she was extremely glib and funny, um, but very strong in her faith, never said a cuss word. And my dad... (laughs) You know, the opposite. <laughs> opposite <to trash. laughs> right? I mean, he did have his funny moments, but, you know, 
He, he had a bit of a potty mouth, but he was in the military and he said, you know, I, I'm leading people into battle. They have to know that I'm human. And if I walk mm-hmm. around on my P's and Q's, nobody's going to know that that I'm just like them. You know, how can I lead if if I if I can't follow what I know is my own advice? And that is to pray before battle mm-hmm. and to be yourself. God made us a certain way. So they were an interesting couple. And when it was put on my heart what I was going to do, I was like six. Because my dad would have me read aloud the newspaper whenever he was home. Oh, I love it. Um, you got early practice, early I start. I did. Well, secret be known, I was such a little chatty Kathy that the teachers would complain about me even mm-hmm. in pre-K-4. Same. I've got the the report cards. Like, delightful child talks way too much. <laughs> <laughs> we probably have the same report cards. Oh my cards. gosh! Yes, that's so funny. Is my name on yours? Because that's what they said. <laughs> we'll just flip them out. Well, and we didn't have pre K four. We just called everything daycare back then. Right back but, in the day. I mean, I would. They would put me down for nap time with the two year olds. <laughs> try to keep me quiet so my, no one can talk to her she can talk but they can't know. talk oh my goodness and so dad said I want you to know the world that I'm fighting in I'm I'm in and out and um, and you don't see as much of me as I would love but I want you to read the newspaper aloud and he had the most beautiful voice that must be where and, you get it from. I mean, you really, your voice is so melodic. Thank you. His voice was, he was he was like a Cronkite almost in the sense that he had such range in his voice. And when he got really serious, he didn't yell and scream. He just got baseline with it. And it's like, okay, something really bad Uh-oh. is about to happen. Right. <laughs> um, I'm so grounded right now or whatever it was. But it was through reading the newspaper aloud at dinner. You know, we'd finish our dinner. We were still at the dinner table and I would read the front page and then he wanted me to read like sports. And, you know, that when I started in my career, I did. And he loved for me to read the weather, too. He was really he just the way you make the storm sound, baby. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And I didn't even know really what I was reading. And um, so in my first job in Greenville, North Carolina, WNCT Channel 9, Roy Hardy was my, I, I remember that like it was yesterday. It wasn't. It was 27 years ago. He was my news <laughs> Where director. Where does the time go? I don't know. Right across my face. And so when I got that job, Mr. Hardy said to me, you know, we don't have a lot of money here, so I'm going to need you to multitask there, Faulkner. <laughs> he could never remember my first name was Harris, which was hilarious. And... So I ended up doing the news, weather, and sports, but oh I was just allowed goodness. to read. See, that's why you're good at everything. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> you had to do it. Sometimes, you know, necessity is what drives us to Exactly. Up our but I was only allowed to read the sports. I wasn't a real sports anchor, but I would read it when they needed somebody to, like, mm-hmm. do an extra voice. But the weather, I actually, you know, I wasn't a meteorologist. They just call me the weather girl. W-E-A-T-H-A. Mm-hmm. Weather girl. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. Right. And so... I don't, you know, sometimes other people can see your divine assignment before you do, is the point of Mm -hmm. that story. My parents could clearly see it. And it wasn't, you know, it didn't bother them that the teachers would all say exactly what your teachers were saying to you. Mm -hmm. Just delightful. But can you get her to be just a little less chatty? Mm -hmm. So I look at it now. Thank goodness I was all of that. 
I got practiced at it because I couldn't have done this book without talking to a lot of people Mm -hmm. and doing the one thing that has all the same letters. I had to stay silent at times and just listen. Mm -hmm. Silent and listen. Well, it is a beautiful, powerful project. If you need, I feel like it would be a great holiday gift book, too. If you need uplifting and inspiration, the book is out. And the special, um, I'm sure you can go over and catch it on Fox Nation. If you missed it on Sunday night, it's going to be there um, for you to enjoy. The book is Faith Still Moves Mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Again, those beautiful scripted prayers and, and scriptures in the middle. Harris Faulkner, congratulations. It's a beautiful book and I know it will bless endless people. Thank you so much. I I would say one last thing after all of that. Um, Prayer is a vital strategic tool in a world who wants us to give up the fight. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things around us that we get shaken. The devil is alive and we must not let any of that get into us. And the way to prepare for that is prayer every single day and to lean into your faith. Just when you think it might not work out, God's got a plan for you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And amen. It's a great place to leave it, Harris. Congrats. And I'll see you again soon in person, my friend. Thank you for living the bream with us today. Oh, my gosh. I'm living the bream. Faith still moves mountains. Yes, it does. Get it anywhere you (laughs) buy books. Congrats, Harris. Thank you. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.